Love your doggies. The Greyhound Leader. RSN927. Talking Greyhound Racing now and joining us from Sandown is Jason Adams. How are you, Jase? Good afternoon, Naz. I'm well and really up and about for all the sensational racing that's happening up north at Albion Park. Of course, it's been a big couple of weeks up there. A couple more feature races to go and the next one is this Thursday night. Well, let's talk a little bit about what happened last Thursday. Yeah, well, there was two feature races on the night. The first of those was the Group 3 Flying Amy Classic, which was won by Hastings Slowly. It was the only Victorian in the field Drew box number one, and that was really his golden opportunity to pick up uh, his first group race. He was able to convert, had to work a little bit harder than I expect that um, Connections would have liked. He began okay. He was caught in, in, in a, a whole bunch of them that uh, got to the first turn pretty on equal terms. But given he had box one, he was able to scoot under him, uh, got away to a seven-length lead, and, and that was it for him. He, uh, he in second, the great chase, of course, behind Despacito last year second in the Australian Cup this year behind Hecton Bale. So it was his first group win of no doubt Angela Langton. Be very proud of Ollie, as he's known. Uh, but as good as race that was, uh, it was the support act on the night, of course, with the main race being uh, the Group 1 Gold Cup for the stays. We saw heats of of that race in the week prior, uh, the final last Thursday night, and it was won by Tornado Tears, who, again, has converted uh, in one of the, the nation's biggest staying events, being the Group 1 Gold Cup last uh, Thursday night. Of course, he won the RSN Sandown Cup in May. And I still think he's in the infancy of his dominance of the staying ranks. And not only did he win his second Group 1 event last Thursday night, but he also broke the track record uh, over the 710 metres at Albion Park. And it's not just like the, the 700 metre record here at Sandown. It's not just any record. The one up there at Albion Park uh, was held by Dashing Corsair. Was stood up for eight years, and Tornado Tears just said, "I'll have that one." And looking at the run uh, a few times, he was probably cost probably two or three lengths, in my opinion. So, uh, although he has produced a really good effort, broken the track record, I think he could have gone uh, even quicker. He had to work pretty hard. Of course, his kennel mate Benali he led the race, and, and Tornado Tears had to work pretty hard uh, to get past him. Local stayer Jalapeno was big here in second. Of course, he was big in his heat, backed it up with a really good run in the final. And third was Ripping Sam. I thought most of us probably thought he'd go a little bit better than what he did. I just think in his last couple of runs, he hasn't really looked to have that brutality of mid-race of, of really taking control. But all credit to Tornado Tears, of course. As I said, his second Group 1 win, and I think we all expect that it definitely won't be his last Group 1 win. And I think we can often forget he's only had the 19 career start, so he's done a hell of a lot of good work uh, for his... Uh, early stages in his career, it really feels like he's a much more seasoned greyhound than that. He's already won $300,000 in prize money and really laid the foundations for a really strong career ahead of him. I know Bobby Britton gave him a good rap. He said, if he keeps up his form, he could be one of the great stays, and I've got to agree with that. He looks to be a star. He's got all the ability in the world. I think the the best part about him is he's got star power. He's got uh, that attractiveness. He's very popular, and to have one of those going around in greyhound racing is certainly an advantage. And makes the sport very easy to promote. And also, uh, we've got four of the best days returning this week to Albion Park. Yeah, so we've got the Group 3 Super Stays Invitational up there at Albion Park. And if you're, if you're new to this race, it is kind of like the shootout that we run here at Sandown. Of course, the shootout here is the four fastest greyhounds nominated up there, as the name suggests. It's the four best days. We see the field announced last Friday. The box draw was also conducted as well. We see... Jalapeno joining box number one, Rip and Sam joining box three, Tornado Tears joining box five, and Champagne Sally joining box number seven. 
Tonight, actually, he's open $1.50. He's quickly coming to $1.40, and I think that almost is backable. Of course, I think he's going to lead the race. The only danger of him not leading is Champagne Sally, who's drawn on his outside, so she's going to need to bring all of her best work to be able to cross him. And I think if Tornado Tears does try on the front there, good luck catching him. If he turns up in good nick, which he should, uh, given all things being equal, cannot see a way he's going to be beaten. He's quicker than him. He should lead. Uh, and that dollar forty really looks like something you throw into your, to your footy multi over the weekend. It looks to be very hard to beat. It's in the Group 3 Superstays Invitational at Albion Park this Thursday night. Need to touch a bit on the win two of the Group 1, Peter Mossman, on the weekend. Yeah, kind of went under the radar a little bit with all the action happening up north, but it was a really good race. It was won by Velocity Liberty, and of course, coming into the race, the two big guns were My Redeemer and also Beast Unleashed. They started equal favourites. Both got away well, too, and at the first turn, it looked like they may get away and set up as Peter Mosman for the ages, but they got tangled up, uh, both of them just about out of the race at the first turn, which left Velocity Liberty out in front. She won the race in 13.26, and often... A time like that doesn't always get you a Group 1 win on Wentworth Park, but this time it did, uh, given the, the carnage of the first turn. Didn't Falcon was really good, uh, threatening danger late, but just didn't have enough in the tank. So she was a roughie Velocity Liberty. She paid $19. She's had 14 career starts, shown faultless early speed. So that's exactly what we saw on Saturday night. And another Group 1 win uh, for the sire in Fernando Bale. He's certainly flexing his muscle and a powerhouse of the, of the sighing scene uh, around the country. And uh, also, Mapunga Blazer returns to racing this Thursday night. Yeah, isn't it fantastic to see him back? Of course, he won the Group 1 maturity last year. He's been riddled with injuries over the last 12 months. He had four months off the track uh, to ground out 2017. He had two starts uh, earlier this year where he hurt his monkey muscle, uh, triangle muscle, I should say, at Horsham. Had another four months off the track, so he's had two starts in nine months. So it's very good to see his name back in the form guide. I spoke to Jeff Britton yesterday, who said Mapunga Blazers trolled very well. Hansley here at Sandown a few weeks back, and then following that, went over the 500 metres and went 29.32, of course, which we all know is exceptionally fast. He also did make the trip up to Albion Park last Thursday night for an exhibition trial where he went 29.78, where I'm told he missed the start a little bit, uh, but obviously really got going to set a time like that. And, uh, again, it's really good to see him back. And uh, if you're wondering why he did go up to Brisbane at the trial, of course, they were up there anyway. Jeff and Angela was hastened slowly uh, in the Flying Amy, and they do plan to take Mapunga Blazer back uh, for the Group 1 Winter Cup heats, which are next Thursday night. OK, and uh, just touching on, of course, the Gap Adoption two-day event held last Friday and Saturday. Yeah, it's another another successful day uh, for the CV of the adoption program. There were 58 greyhounds adopted uh, over the two days. It was, would have been freezing cold up there in Seymour, but it didn't stop the people. There's 150 of them turn up, and uh, as I said, 58 greyhounds finding new homes. So uh, if you're keen to find out a bit more about it, you don't have to wait until the adoption days to pick up a greyhound, of course, Gap HQ uh, at Seymour is open during the week and also on Saturday. So if you want more information on all of that, you can head to Gap's website at gap.grv.org.au. Well, wonderful. Thanks, Jase. Thanks, Nuts. There he is, Jason Adams. who will join us, of course, on Thursday as we preview the meeting out at Sandown.